Okay, uh, so now I'm, I'm recording audio on my phone right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is going to go at the beginning of the Rad Movie Review Podcast. Yeah. Uh, so we're at the movie theater right now. We just watched the movie that you're about to hear us review. And uh, our, our new friend Dakota over here yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> left his car lights on and now he's stranded in the movie theater he parking lot. Too. He oh, came yeah, in late he, and he left his lights on. So yeah, now th- th- this is the, the things we go through to make this podcast for the people. <laughs> I, I just wanted to make I it do known. Everything I do for the people. Dakota's stranded here, and he did it for you guys. Yep. So, so anyway, enjoy this show. Shit! Fuck! Uh, I got distracted. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Rad Movie Review Podcast. I am your host, Riley, the usual suspect here on the Riley Podcast Mega Feed, but I've got some new friends to introduce you to. Uh, you you heard them in that little recording we took in the movie theater parking lot, but now to introduce oh, yeah. them properly, uh, <clears throat> we got uh, Alexis here. Hello! Hi! And then we got, uh, yeah, hi, uh, Dakota also is here. Hi, Dakota. How's it going? Did you turn your car lights off before you? <laughs> I did. Yeah, we got it all figured out. <laughs> okay, good. It only took um, a, like an hour. <laughs> were you stuck in that parking lot for an hour? Uh, not an hour, but I was stuck there for a good amount of time. Unfortunate. That uh, was very unfortunate. It's kind of what you deserve, though. I think so. Hey. Just for showing up so late and making us hey. think you weren't going to come. It was all part of the plan. <laughs> it's all a scheme. It was part of my master plan. <laughs> it was part of your master plan to not buy the tickets, I presume? <laughs> no, I still bought the, no, I still bought the ticket. I just You bought your ticket. Oh yeah, I I uh messed up because I didn't get it at the right at uh, the right time and I had to pay full price and I was <gasps> butthurt. Really? Yeah. I had to pay full price, and I was like, are you kidding me? Also I have... kind of what you deserve. Yeah, no, I definitely <laughs> deserved it. It's okay, we but, got it uh, figured out. We did get it figured out, we did see the movie, and the movie that we saw was Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, which is what we're here to talk about today. This might be, like, the first time we've talked about a movie that was currently in the theaters on this show. <laughs> um... We usually review, like, some garbage we find on Netflix, which we'll do plenty of that, <laughs> I'm sure, in the future as well. Uh, but today Probably. we're talking about Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, so how we usually start off is we give a little uh, one-paragraph summary. Uh, we, we assume everybody who listens to this show either has already watched the movie or does not want to watch the movie and just wants to listen to a podcast. So we just give a little one-paragraph summary as to what the movie was about. And I, I think our good friend Dakota, who saw it twice, is the most apt <laughs> to do that. Uh, so Dakota, give us a little plot summary of this movie. You're putting me on the spot? I'm yep. not that smart. Putting you right on the spot right now. I'm putting the, put the microphone in front of your face. Tell us, tell us a little plot synopsis of Venom 2. Uh, you know, I couldn't tell you. I just, 
All right, all right, Alexis, you're obviously the more competent of the two. (laughs) Most most definitely, yeah, let let, let Alexis do this. All that you need to know, Woody Harrelson, Tom Hardy, um, Mark Wahlberg's brother, Michelle Williams. That's it, pretty much. (laughs) That's the plot of the movie. (laughs) That's the plot of the movie. (laughs) Um, Okay, there's a serial killer who has a special interest in um, Eddie Brock. And so he brings him in to, like, get give him, like, a final, like, oh, this is my life, whatever. But then Venom and Eddie Brock, they figure out some clues where the bodies are missing. And then um, Woody Harrelson gets put on the death penalty. He's about to die. But then he convinces Eddie Brock to come back. And then he bites him. And he gets a little bit of Venom blood in him. And he becomes a giant monster. And then he wreaks havoc. Hell yeah. That's a, that's a good summary. Good job, Alexis. One, one point, point to Alexis. No points to Dakota. Dakota <laughs> loses a point, actually. He's in the negative. You know what? How do I lose a point? Actually, I think <laughs> I think because he saw it twice, he gets like he's back at zero. Yeah, okay. He gets an extra point for having seen the movie twice. Uh, and then he he's back to zero. Absolute zero. I have all the points. I have a thousand points. <laughs> I mean, I would, I, I'll give you ten points for getting this thing started. Thank you. <laughs> but um, I guess opening opinions about the movie. Uh, I fucking love this movie. It's so good. No, I love movie it. Was so great. <laughs> okay, so I think this is where I come in and I say I hate the movie. I did, did you not actually? like it. Yeah, I actually didn't like it. I liked a lot of what? Yeah, what is, I liked What is wrong with you? <laughs> I liked Riley, a I don't lot know if you of can talk to her anymore. <laughs> I liked a lot of parts of it. There was a lot that I did enjoy and I was entertained, but I was kind of disappointed. Riley, I don't know if we can speak to her anymore. Yeah, I think this might become the Rude Movie Review podcast. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, you need me. <laughs> you need you need the A. Okay, how about we talk about what we liked about it? Because there was a lot that I liked about it. Okay, right. uh, let's talk about right, let's talk start. about what we liked about it. Go ahead, Alexis. I love Venom. I love Venom. Absolutely, anytime Venom was on the screen and like any like <laughs> little quips he had, and you like, especially when Eddie is talking to other people and you hear him and like Eddie's struggling with not responding to like the crazy stuff Venom's saying. Amazing. That's the best. Oh, my favorite like scene. If I could do that, is when um, Michelle Williams. We do that. We, oh, at the okay. end. Okay, okay. Well, go okay. ahead. We do do that at the end, but go ahead okay. anyway. <laughs> okay. Anytime that Michelle Williams and Venom are interacting with each other, I love that. Um, I thought it was hilarious, but that's about it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love. Wait, um, I I also love the Carnage Monster because it reminded me of the Parasite monsters. But. That was it. Also, you did. You did love the Carnage monster. I do recall sitting in the movie theater. I believe it was Carnage. I don't think it was Venom. It was Carnage. Um, who uh, stuck his like big red yes. tentacle in somebody's oh, mouth, and yes. you said, and I quote, "Hot." <laughs> <laughs> I stand by it. I stand by it. <laughs> okay, your guys' turn. Okay, no, I, I loved. I, oh, go ahead, oh, Dakota. Go you ahead, Riley. Go ahead. Okay, but uh, I, I loved. Almost everything about this movie. It was so d- well done. It's you got you have to view it as not as your typical superhero movie because you go into a superhero movie 
and the action is your focus and like the actual like plot line. That is not what this movie is. But if you go into this movie expecting a comedy, you've hit the jackpot. Great movie. It's pretty much a romantic comedy starring Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy. (laughs) 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 It's about Eddie and Venom getting into a fucking domestic dispute. (laughs) 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 And... (laughs) And their little relationship breaks up, and then they have to they have to reconcile and get back together. Uh, and meanwhile, you have Woody Harrelson as Carnage, who has to rescue his girlfriend from like the insane asylum or whatever. And they're having relationship problems because his girlfriend it has like sound screaming powers, and that's like the symbiote's weakness. So when she uses her powers, Carnage gets really fucking pissed off. So it's really funny. Um, and I think this movie was very well done. Very funny. Woody Harrelson, Tom Hardy, uh, very good actors in this film. And (laughs) I don't know what I can say wrong about it. Not even the action was bad. I enjoyed the action as well. I just think it's a really good romantic comedy starring Tom Hardy and himself. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I love this film. I can't, I... I have nothing more to say before we get into specific scenes. Uh, it's just a really high quality film, I would say. What do you no, think? Definitely, yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. It was, I mean, we're seeing it twice. I definitely, like, usually I don't watch movies twice. And uh, this one was definitely probably one of my favorite movies. I definitely, the first, if you have, I mean, if you haven't seen the first one, there's just, you're missing out because. I don't know. I thought it was just well put together. Um, definitely, like, each person played their role well, I think, personally. That's just my opinion. Um, like, the, and then the, when they added, like, having them bring in Woody Harrelson as the villain was, I thought was really well uh, organized. I thought he did well. Um, but yeah, just, and I, I thought, like, uh, the action and like the how each person portrayed their character was yeah like was really well done um i yeah i honestly thought it was one of the better movies that i've seen so far um but that's just my personal opinion (laughs) (laughs) i i want to i want to have there's an elephant in the room here i want to have this discussion alexis why do you not like this movie okay what I did not like was the pacing of the film. That was the biggest thing that was, like, jarring. It was just, like, it didn't have a fluid momentum. It was just, like, this thing's happening, this thing's happening, this thing's happening, this thing's happening. The only parts where there was, like, time to, like, sit and breathe and actually, like, digest what was going on for a second was, like, it's true, the romantic aspect between Venom and um, Eddie Brock I and, like, Tom Hardy which is my favorite. That's like, that's what I was going into. Like, I love that in like the first one. I love like that weird relationship they have with each other. We're like kind of in love, but kind of like not, you know, I was into that, but I did not like the pacing. I felt like there was too many aspects going into it, like two different elements to juggle in the air. And so a lot of it fell flat. I didn't like um, the detective, like Mark Wahlberg's brother, which is like such an insult. Cause I know he's a great Donnie Wahlberg. I think I didn't like, 
his character, I felt like he was pretty pointless. I felt like the girlfriend was entirely pointless. Woody Harrelson's girlfriend. She had zero part in the film. Like, anything... Like, her only point of the film was to be, like, a motivation for Woody Harrelson's character. But... The same thing you yeah, could have replaced her with a that's dog. That's why she was there. <laughs> no, you could you but you could have replaced her with a dog. Like there was I nothing mean, special. I like guess. she she did nothing. And even the worst part that upset me the most was at the end where you see like this weird spat between her and Carnage and like Woody Harrelson, which like I did like, but there was a point when you see her and she looks like she's about to take a breath and she's about to like, you know, scream to kill Carnage on purpose. But that action is taken away from her entirely by um, Venom and um, and Tom Hardy, and she just dies. And it's like, why Does she are you die? Even here? I like yes. missed that part. She, she died. Yeah, she got crushed by the bell. Yeah. Oh which is yeah. Like, fuck. You're so right. it's, why is she even there? Like, I think her. I think so many parts of the movie were so cool that if they had spent more time with it, or developing it, or like doing anything with it, it would have been way better. But if I sit back and look at it as, like, it's just entertainment, then, yeah, I'm totally into it. I love, like, when you describe it as a romantic comedy between Tom Hardy and himself, absolutely. But when you consider it as, like, a movie that's, like, supposed to, like, set up something, and it's, okay, what it feels like is just a stepping stone between a million other things. Like, that's it. It doesn't, like, feel like a real movie. It could have been, like, an hour long, honestly. Like, there is nothing of substance alone by itself except to explore more of um, Tom Hardy and Venom and to explore, like... Like, honestly, I just feel like Woody Harrelson and Carnage were wasted completely. Also, it brings up the questions where if a single drop of blood made Woody Harrelson turn into Carnage and he was able to, like, do that weird symbiote stuff where he, like, separated and he could, like, put his, like, webbing or, like, muscle fiber over everything... And, like, stretch himself to, like, be so giant and massive with just a single drop of blood. Why is Venom so puny? (laughs) Like, why? I I mean, I guess it's good. It's a good analysis to see how much Eddie Brock really limits his, like, ability to do anything and really prevents him to living to his full potential. But it just raises more questions than anything else. And that's just, like, my take on it. I get, I get what you're saying there, but I think the explanation behind Carnage is that's like, that was, because Carnage does call Venom his father, that was like a sexual reproduction at that point, and the child that was born was just like, had more potential and was more powerful, and evolved into what, in, into Carnage, and that's what happens. Yeah, and I could see that like, because Carnage and because Woody Harrelson's character was like, He's a murderer. He's a serial killer. He's got this amazing imagination that you've seen from the beginning with all his pictures and stuff that he's drawn. That oh, the fun little animation where yeah, he kills that his family. Was great. <laughs> that was cool. I think that goes to show like how Carnage working with Woody Harrelson's character, like he was able to expand and grow. But it really is just like, okay, that's a part that I like, but also it makes me feel bad for Venom that he's stuck with Eddie Brock, who's like so dull and stupid and like he he's so like what? has this weird morality yeah because okay look if venom was with Woody was with woody harrelson's character oh my god he'd be the same as carnage he'd have so much potential to be doing all these things but because eddie brock is constantly saying 
No, no, no to Venom. You can't eat that no, bad that guy's head. No, that has nothing. You've completely missed the point. It has absolutely nothing to do with Cletus Cassidy. Carnage is just like, more, he's he's a red symbiote. He was born a red symbiote, which Venom states is like, just naturally like a more powerful uh, being. Like he refuses to come out of uh, Eddie until like Eddie like tells him he can eat everyone uh, because he's like, oh, that's a red one. I can't do that. Not Not going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, it, it I has, just like, and later in the movie, they're like, "Yeah, uh, Cletus and uh, Carnage, their their relationship's not symbiotic. Carnage is just using Cletus's body. It's not, it's not like a combination of force like it is with Eddie and Venom. It's just Carnage using Cletus as a puppet." Yeah, I mean that makes sense, but it's still like Carnage and Cletus are still like way cooler than. Eddie and Venom. I just feel like it just him being so being them being able to do so much with even not being like symbiotic. It just shows like how inferior Venom and Eddie are like in their combination. Like they're great. I love them. But really like how come they can't do all the cool stuff? Because Venom is a naturally inferior symbiote, but Eddie and Venom are able to overcome that. That's the whole point. I mean, I just feel like I don't know, because also, like, you hear, I haven't seen any or, like, read any of the Venom comics, but I'm around people that have, and this is just, like, where one of the drawbacks for, like, Venom, I guess, being, like, a comedy now, when originally wasn't he supposed to be, like, a supervillain? Like, I guess it just lowers his, like, coolness, I guess. Yeah, I I can can definitely see where you're coming, like, your point of view. I kind of wish he would just murder people. Honestly, instead of trying to be a hero. I mean, the Carnage story, even in the comics, that's where Venom sort of got his, like, good guy uh, persona. Because in the comics, it's the storyline uh, Maximum Carnage is where Carnage is introduced. And the plot of that storyline is that, you know, Spider-Man and Venom are mortal enemies. But then Carnage is accidentally created and just starts, like, wreaking havoc like crazy. And Spider-Man and Venom have to team up to defeat Carnage. That's the story in the original original comics see i would have liked to watch that because also with venom being so inferior how was he able to kill carnage like so like it wasn't easy of course but i don't know carnage just seems so much better in every way which i guess is the point but i don't know my biggest drawback is with the film itself and like the pacing of it the elements that they were trying to brag like bring in trying to make like um donnie Wahlberg's character relevant when like Anytime he was on the screen, I was just like, oh, get him off. This is so annoying. And also, the biggest issue I and have they is... Him, uh, they teased him as being, like, the villain for the next film. I know, which is, like, that's why it felt like this movie was just a stepping stone. Compared, like, mm. it, it didn't have its own, like, thing about it. Like, there's so many sequels where, like, this movie, it's it's just this movie. It's just set in this, like, present moment. But this one felt like... It was just leading up to so many other things that you couldn't really like. Why? Why did it even matter? It's just like like one of those like episodes where like in a TV show where it has nothing to do to further the plot. It's just like setting up things. Filler. It, yeah. It's is, just are you filler. saying this movie is filler? Okay. Um, uh, yeah. I suppose I can get what you're saying. But it's not like this movie doesn't further, like, the plot of Eddie and Venom. Like, it completely changes the status quo. Like, by the end of the movie, they're fugitives living on an island. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, but then that changes what because now the whole like timeline shift thing is happening. Oh yeah, that's true. The post credit scene, yeah, when um they get like sent to another dimension and they'd see Spider Man on the television screen, which also was my favorite part too. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Uh, it was funny. The guys sitting in front of us in the theater were pretty hyped when that scene <laughs> yeah. came on the screen. <laughs> I will say when I just sit back and look at it like this isn't supposed to be anything. This is just supposed to be fun. Like I can enjoy it more. But when I look at it as like an actual movie, I'm like, "Mm, this is like so. I don't know. They just didn't do it. Not boring is definitely not boring. Can never say that about this movie. But I just say you just feel like you have it has a lack of depth. Yeah. Are you saying okay? A hundred percent. But if you're if you go into Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, looking for a deep emotional movie, I'm sorry, Alexis, <laughs> well, you've gone to the wrong movie. No, no, not, even, not even, like, deep emotional, but, like, actual, like, just an actual movie instead of just, like, a bunch of things being thrown at you. You know? Because, like, even in, like, the first one, the pacing wasn't a problem. I think my biggest issue was the pacing, and I felt like I was being told more than I was being shown. Everything was being explicitly stated when it's like, okay, let me like make that, let me jump to that conclusion myself. Like, you're real, like, I don't, I just felt like the directors didn't think the audience was smart enough to understand what was going on. So everything had, like, I felt like my hand was being held the whole movie and I didn't have a chance to actually enjoy it as an audience member. I was just being told everything happening. Okay. I'm like, I can under, I, I understand on a base level what you're saying, but it's also upsetting me. <laughs> I don't know. I can't I think, elaborate any further. I just, I I'm think, upset. I think my biggest issue was that I had higher hopes or I actually, no, my biggest issue was that the director and like the people that created the movie had higher hopes for what this was supposed to be. And so they shelled out a lot. They put a lot together. But if you kept it as like the beauty of like the first Venom movie, which like I think a lot of people hated was that. It was, like, pretty simple. Like, it just is what it is. Like, that's what it was so great about it. Like, it wasn't trying to be anything. Like, it wasn't trying to be Deadpool or anything. It wasn't trying to be, like, huge or, like, Avengers. It just was Venom. But this, it felt like it was trying way too hard. Ugh, it's not... No, come on. It's not true. (laughs) No, okay. It's (laughs) It's such a good film. I can't... I, like... I hear all the points you're saying, and I can understand how somebody would think that. It's just how you approach the movie. It's like this film yeah. is a fun action romantic comedy, and it delivered on that amazingly. I was enjoying myself the entire time. Like I don't think there was much time where I wasn't enjoying myself watching this film. It just kept me completely entertained from beginning to end. I enjoyed... I enjoyed all the character interaction. I enjoyed, like I said, even the action scene at the end, all the carnage scenes. I I think this whole movie is just expertly crafted, in my that's, opinion. That's what do you, what do you think, Dakota? Disagree. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say expert. It's crafted for sure. Expertly, I, I wouldn't yeah. agree. I, can, I don't know about expertly. Oh, yep. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not expertly. But I thought it, I personally thought it was crafted well. Um, I don't know. Definitely, I'd have to say, definitely one of my favorite scenes was um, uh, when Woody Harrelson was escaping his, like, 
the asylum or whatever. I definitely definitely say that was one of my favorites. Um, yeah, that's when, the, that's when the hot tentacle scene came up. Uh, was during <laughs> right. That's still, I mean, I have been thinking about that since I saw I'm it. I'm sure <laughs> you have, Alexis. I'm just sure like, you have. Just because of like the CGI, just like, you know, it was just so well. That was expertly crafted, I'd say. Just <laughs> that scene, particularly. Yeah, no, I definitely, definitely that one and um, the ending fight scene I definitely liked. Those are probably two of my uh, my favorite scenes. Um, just because I thought, I mean, I thought the the ending fight scene was well, like, well done. Um, I mean, between Venom and Carnage, or between yeah, between Venom and Carnage. Um, I don't know. I I personally liked. I mean, obviously, we already know my favorite character is Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Um, I okay, just uh, are we getting into that now? Because that's like a thing we're supposed to do like at the end. Uh, do, do we want to go I to mean, there now? Uh, yeah, yeah. I will just say one thing is that I agree. I loved all the characters in themselves. And like when I just stop and think about what they're supposed to be, I'm just mainly disappointed with the execution of them. Like, I really thought the girlfriend was so cool, and I thought, you know, her ability was super cool, but she literally could have been replaced by, like, a high-pitched dog. And that's pretty disappointing. Yeah, I think... Don't don't quote me on this, because I'm not an expert on Spider-Man comics. I've only seen the movies, uh, but I'm pretty sure Shriek is, like, a fucking, like, C-list Spider-Man villain. So they just threw her in so that, like, all the nerds would be like, oh, that's Shriek. She was in. She was in the Spider Man. <laughs> Maybe I. I think I'm like a sucker for like th- that kind of romance, like where like they're so evil and bad, and they can do bad things together. But then, when her like, just her point of existence was nothing. She didn't even like have a part in like actually getting rid of Carnage. Like it was mainly the Bell that was a thing, and any any part that she had. Like, I don't know, I feel like they built her up to have more of an impact at the end, which, like... Yeah, definitely. I, I completely assumed that she was going to be, like, the main factor in taking Carnage down, and that obviously didn't come to pass. Yeah. So, like, just little things like that kind of built up. Like, they kind of set up a lot of things to happen, and then they just didn't happen. So, that's my biggest grub. I will say I actually enjoyed it. I, I definitely would see it again. Like... You know, it's just one of those movies that I don't like, but I still enjoyed that the enjoyment is way better. Like, it's way more important than actually, like, liking as an actual film itself. Okay. All right, so um, we can get to the ending segment here, um, where we got to... I got three things we got to cover. First of all, favorite character. Dakota already kind of said his. Uh, So let's get an explanation (laughs) here. here. Uh, So Dakota, who's your favorite character and why? Definitely Woody Harrelson. Uh, um, ju- I just because I've always been like a fan of Woody Harrelson growing up, and like the, the other movies that he's been in, and how well he uh, like plays his role. And I thought this was another like movie that was like that. I thought he played his uh, his role well. Um, definitely him playing the villain uh, was definitely I definitely liked that. Um, because a lot of his movies, he's not portrayed as the villain, and it was cool to see a different, like, uh, perspective on him. Like seeing him portray the villain was definitely, I he, thought, it was definitely. Really he cool. definitely seemed like he's born to play a villain. Like he, he, yes. he yeah. fucking sold it. 
Yeah, because all of his other movies, he's not made out to be the villain. And it was just really cool to see that in this movie. Yeah, plus he's so charismatic. Like, anytime yeah. he's on the screen, he's got such star yeah. power. Exactly. He just, I, I thought he did well. Yeah, I don't know. Having seen Woody Harrelson portray a villain so well in this movie, I don't know if I could even, like, watch a movie where he's the hero. Like, it's the, <laughs> it's the effect I have with Mark Hamill. Uh, because I had watched, um, like, I had seen him as the Joker, and I had seen him oh. as um, uh, the trickster in the Flash show. Oh, and that's so interesting. And then I watched the original Star Wars trilogy, and I'm like, I don't know. I look at Mark Hamill, and I see somebody who's meant to play a villain. <laughs> wow, that's so Gen Z of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah. Fuck, what was I going to say? I had, I had another point. Shit. Well, I've <laughs> lost it. It's gone. It's over. Okay, what are the other things? So, favorite scene, favorite character, and... Uh, favorite scene, favorite character, and rating the movie out of 10. Uh, but we got to go around the horn here for favorite character. We're still on oh, that. Okay, so, okay. Alexis, who was your yeah. favorite character? Okay, I want to start off. I think we could point it out. I want to start <laughs> off by saying I'm not a furry. I'm not into that. But okay. there's something about Venom that is so hot. <laughs> like, I don't know if Venom falls into furry. He just falls get, into, no- like weird like weird like (laughs) non-human slash human like animal hybrid beast creature alien thing so hot there's something about (laughs) that's just like how like unabashedly he's in love with like tom hardy he's just like we are united we're we're forever connected we're like he will do anything for him he loves him but also like you know he's got needs he needs to eat brains and like i don't know i venom is just like the best character for me he needs to eat chicken he needs oh, he chicken anymore he needs human brains <laughs> he can't eat those two chickens because they're best friends sunny and shit <laughs> that's really funny i love that i don't know that's like one of my favorite tropes is like uh, I, I've seen it in like a couple of things. I can't name a specific example now, but somebody will bring one up to me. I'll be like, oh, that's what I was thinking about because I know I've seen Finding it before. Nemo. Maybe that, yeah, but it's like like, like a character who like eats animals except for like one particular animal that he took a liking to. <laughs> I've, I, I've, I've always <laughs> loved that trope. And, <laughs> and that's what they do with the chickens in this movie. Venom has two pet chickens. And 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 then he's like, "Why don't you eat those chickens?" He's like, "I can't. They're best friends. Can't eat them." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, um, Riley, who's your favorite character? Okay, I'm gonna have to agree with Alexis on this one and say Venom. Uh, obviously, honorable mention to a lot of characters in this movie. A lot of them are great. Uh-huh. Um, but Venom, just he just sells it. Tom Hardy as Venom is so great. Like he's he's great as Eddie. Brock too, but but Venom in particular is just so well played. I love I love Venom so much. It, great. I, I want to give a particular honorable honorable mention specifically uh, to a character we haven't even talked about yet, but I think he was the the hidden MVP of this movie. <laughs> Your boy Dan. Dan fucking came no. into this movie. He, <laughs> no. <laughs> listen, no. listen. I agree. I agree. I agree. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm here. I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> Dan 
He's, I love the kind of character. He's like super, like, he's not into what's going on. He's like, what the fuck is all this alien bullshit? I just want to marry this beautiful woman who I've met and just move on with my life. But then he steps up. He fucking lights carnage on fire. Fucking does his best to protect his girlfriend and help Venom as well. And, and by the end of the movie, even Venom likes Stan by the end of the movie. I know. That was so good. That was so good. Absolutely not. What? <laughs> I'm here. I agree with it. I agree 100%. Venom goes from, shut up, Dan. Nobody likes you, to, I like you, Dan. <laughs> I like you now, Dan. You're cool. You know, you know who needs an honorable mention? Who? Mrs. Chen. Oh, 100% too. Oh, yeah. When she was Venom, that was amazing. When Venom We're... took over her, that yes. was the funniest thing ever. I was they're here for that that was hilarious uh even her in the first movie great mrs jen was hope she deserves an honorable mention i agree i agree a hundred percent but at the end of the day you can't beat venom venom just a very solid character well played very funny that is true yes But, but um favorite scene we gotta talk about our favorite scene uh so uh, let's go with Lexus here uh, for the first. Who's your favorite? Or who's your favorite? What's your favorite scene in the in okay. the film? There's actually for as much as like I said I hated the movie. There's like a lot of good scenes. I don't actually hate it. I guess I'm just mostly disappointed. But <laughs> I there's a lot of good scenes. Honestly, like obviously anything with Venom. But I think my favorite had to be the end with um when Eddie and Venom were talking and they're talking about Sancho Panza and Don Quixote. And they're talking about that story. I don't know if you guys like read it or know about it, but it's like this guy that's like, he's super old and he he like just reads a bunch about like knights and stuff to the point where like he begins to believe he's a knight. And so he's got this like one farmer guy that becomes his friend. And it's like the story about this crazy guy going to fight like windmills and this like guy beside him who's like kind of stupid, but is grounded in reality and just does anything he says and helps him. And I thought it was like, a good symbolism for like Eddie and um, Venom, how like Eddie's kind of the one like, I don't, it's funny because at first I thought it seems like Eddie is calling himself Don Quixote, but I'm like, Eddie, you're not smart enough. I'm sorry. Like Venom is definitely the one that's like, oh, let's do this. Let's go in this direction. Yeah, Venom, and- Venom is definitely the brains of the operation. He proves yeah. that. He proves that when he figures out where the bodies are buried and just like tries to, he tries to lead Eddie like down the path and Eddie just keeps saying like, like, cause like, I forgot to mention this scene before I did want to talk about it where like Venom's like drawing on the pieces of paper, oh, like so what he cool. saw. And then, and then Ed, Venom's like, what do you see? And Eddie's like, it's a, it's a tree. And Venom's like, no. <laughs> exactly. He's so dumb. It's so funny. I mean, he's not stupid, stupid, but he, I mean, he kind of is, but in comparison to Venom, he's like so dumb, but the way he treats Venom is as if Venom is like dumb. It's just like Venom's an alien. It's not human. That's the only difference. But I really like that scene. I thought it was really sweet. And then it led up to like them go like Eddie confirming that like, no, I'm going on the run with you. Like we're in this together. I was like, oh, love. That's romance. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That was my favorite. Yeah. This is, um, this is, um, uh, this movie is the perfect example of uh, the the MGTOW movement. Men going their own way. They don't need that woman whose name I don't even remember. What was her fucking name? Anne. Anne. Yeah, that's her name. 
They don't need, they don't need Anne. She can fucking run off with Dan. They're, they're together. They're men going their own way. They. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm Beautiful. For it. All right, Riley, what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene in the film was probably, oh, there's so many. Oh, there's so many choices. Fuck. I yeah. Thought about this in advance. Damn it. Um, I guess. Mmm. Mmm. This is hard. <laughs> I I guess it is the drawing scene where Venom's like drawing on the paper, trying to get Eddie to f- like figure out the the thing with the bodies, and Eddie's just like not following, and it's like a really <laughs> funny exchange between the two of them. I think that is probably my favorite scene in the film. I guess. Honorable mention to when Mrs. Chen becomes Venom and Anne, yes. uh, yes, Anne yes. like susses it out. I, l- I love the fact that Anne just like knows Venom is there in like both scenes where she's being lied to about Venom being there. She's like she immediately figures it out. I also, oh, also, also honorable yeah. mention to when Anne's like fucking like flirting with Venom to get him that- to, to convince him to come with her. And Dan, and Dan just behind her, just, yeah, just like I'm right here. Freaking what the out. Fuck? <laughs> yeah, that, that scene literally made me like laugh out loud. Like I couldn't like that was hilarious. Yeah, this movie uh. is great, and yeah, that drawing scene I, I'll say is my favorite scene. Uh, so Dakota, what was your favorite scene in the movie? Um, I had a couple. Definitely, like I said, the scene where he's breaking out of the asylum. Um. You and do have to declare one favorite. It's a gun to your head type thing. You can give honorable mentions, uh, but you have to declare one favorite. Okay, then def- then I'd say definitely the him breaking out of the asylum was probably my favorite. Um, I had to give honorable mention. Honorable mention probably to that ending fight scene. Definitely. Um, I thought that again. I thought that was well put together. I thought they did well with that. Um. And in my thoughts, Dan should have fallen off the, uh, um... No! We oh, love yeah. Dan! We stand, no. we stand Dan <laughs> we in stand this Dan. house! No. We stand Dan. No. I don't like Dan. Dan no. was a no. bum. I'm, Dan I don't was know a if bum. we can do this with Dakota. No, Dan was a Dan, bum. Dan is a doctor. How <laughs> dare you? No, Dan's a bum. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that, I'd have to give an auto mention to that ending scene. Um, I like Dan. I like Dan more than I like Dakota. Can Dan be the new D <laughs> in the podcast? Hey. I'm here for it. Let's put it hey. to a vote. That's fine. That's I'm fine. it with Dan from Venom well, Two. We could just add him, and we'll just be rad. Duh. We get two Ds. <laughs> we just get like a set. Like, there's no way we actually get the guy. We just get like a soundboard of like lines <laughs> from Venom Two. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I have to give another honorable mention to the scene with Mrs. Chen and Anne in the in her shop. That's just yes. It's just gonna be a favorite scene of mine. Of course, that would, that, those they'd be those great. three definitely. All right, oh, oh, now can I give? Wait, oh. wait, can I give an honorable mention? Yeah, go ahead. When Venom breaks Eddie's bike, that was so funny. <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Eddie has like this fun, this moment of clarity. Like Venom's not inside of him, he can finally breathe. And then you hear this noise, and he's like, "What is that?" And he's like, "No!" 
Brooklyn, you see him literally shredding it, like taking it apart. That was so funny. That was right, well, that, great. That whole, that Eddie, that whole like, give... Eddie, and, Eddie and Venom fighting each other in the apartment is an honorable mention in itself. That whole scene was, was gonna, just so funny. Just Tom Hardy say. throwing himself across. You think about how that, how that scene was filmed. <laughs> just Tom Hardy throwing himself across a room. <laughs> definitely going to have to, um, if we're going to that scene, definitely after, uh, like the scene after where Venom's at that party. Oh, that was nice. Oh, the Venom party scene. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. Where he uh, starts crying. Oh, oh he's like, I wish Eddie was here to see me. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely, that was definitely another good one. I mean, who hasn't been in that situation after like a rough breakup and you're like your best self? And you're just like, I wish that person was here. No, okay, just me? All right. No, I've... Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't know about Dakota, but I've I've never dated anybody, Uh, so thankfully, I have not done that yet. uh, I haven't been there in a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute for Dakota. It's been a few years for Dakota. It's been 19 for me. (laughs) Uh, You don't need it. You just need movies to review. Exactly. That's the only thing that matters is to review movies on the Rad Movie Review Podcast. Uh, Anyway, speaking of uh, which, we gotta first of all, we gotta rate this movie. So Mm -hmm. uh, for those for those uninitiated, including our new co-hosts who might not have had this properly explained to them, uh, we have a rating scale. We're rating this on a scale to ten, but you can also give it a negative number. A negative number uh, stands for ironic enjoyment. Uh, so if you enjoyed the movie because of how bad it was, you give it a negative rating. And that that's how it works. It's a scale to 10, but it goes both ways. And um, I'm going to jump right in and give this movie an easy 8.5 out of 10. Oh not, my God. not a perfect film by any means, but... Really amazing. I didn't want to. I didn't want to give it a nine because I didn't want to tie it with uh, Invincible, which we talked about in the last episode, because that was just a fucking masterpiece. Um, but this film, not too far behind, and is just a really good comedy. I enjoyed myself the entire time. Uh, eight and a half out of ten for me. Uh, what about you, Alexis? Let's hear your harsh take. I want to say just first of all, I'm now questioning all of your reviews. But okay, uh, I'm, I'll just. <laughs> I'll just continue. I will not give it any negative numbers because I didn't enjoy it, ironically. The parts I enjoyed, I genuinely enjoyed. So I think I'm going to give it like a 4 out of 10. Okay. What about you, Dakota? I am giving it a 10 out of 10. Oh my god, Dakota. (laughs) Yeah! I completely enjoyed the movie. I thought it was great. Uh, Well, again, for seeing it twice, I'm definitely going to give it a good rating i think this is going to be a point of contention with us because if we watch actually good movies and you guys also give it a 10 or like an eight and a half i'm gonna uh, i'm just gonna i mean (laughs) the scale ends at 10 you can't go above 10 we're not (laughs) i know i know but okay i respect your guys's opinion that's fine okay i i i feel like 10 out of 10 might even be going a little too far but i i respect (laughs) it Um, all right nine and a half no, no, no! You stick with it. stick with your ten. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. But, uh, I, yeah, yeah, definitely a ten yeah, so, for me. So I set a precedent 
uh, last episode of us saying what movie we're going to review next uh, at the end. Um, and I guess, uh, according to what uh, me and Alexis' discussion in the parking lot yesterday, we're just picking in the order of the RAD acronym, meaning I get first choice here. Correct. Um, uh, do you two have HBO Max? Both of you? Yeah, I, yeah. I do, but I need, it to, I need to renew my uh, subscription. Okay. Well, as long as you're willing to do that, um, then yeah. Uh, so the movie we are going to watch, uh, hopefully next week or whenever we do this again, um, is 1989 Tim Burton-directed film, the original Batman film. We're going to watch it. I've been... I've been thinking about Batman recently. I never, I never quite got into Batman. I want to. I've heard great things about, about this movie. So we're talking about the original Tim Burton Batman is what we're going to review next. I think that's a great choice. All right. Hell yeah. And what do you think, Dakota? Have you seen Tim Burton's Batman in the past? I don't think I've seen Tim Burton's Batman. Okay. So um, I'm down. Yep, uh, starring Michael Keaton as Batman. So um, and Michelle Pfeiffer, right? Is that the one with Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman? Uh, as Catwoman, I think that might be one of the sequels. Michael Keaton is oh, okay, a legend. Okay. Michael Keaton's Batman, and then he's fighting the Joker, played by Jack Nicholson. Oh, okay. I'm I'm down. I Jack Nicholson <laughs> and Michael Keaton. You put them in the same movie. It's gonna be a good movie. So yeah, join us next time when we when we talk about Tim Burton's. Batman, uh, but this is the end of episode 19, I think, and the first episode <laughs> of this new rebooted version. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, I've been Riley. I've been Alexis. And I've been your friendly neighborhood ginger, Dakota. Ha! He's ginger, it's funny. <laughs> See, <laughs> See you next time, folks. <laughs> uh.